Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. You watching House of Dragon yet? I haven't. Nah. So you got nah. House of Dragon is the J.R.R. guy? And then... Mm, no. I, it was, oh, oh, they're oh, both oh, RRs. Right. So you got an RR guy with House of Dragon. Tolkien and, and Martin. He's yeah. That's the Martin. You got the RR Martin and the RR Tolkien. And House of Dragon is one of them. And then the new Lord of Rings prequel thingy on Amazon is the uh, the Tolkien one. And that's they got quite a battle going on. Okay. All right. Judy and I are watching an old-time spy thriller there with go. Jeff Bridges, the old man on, I don't know, Hulu, I think? I don't know. Uh, it's good, though. It's really good. Uh, a bunch of stuff we could get to this hour, see if we can squeeze it in. This is the probably the last time you will ever hear me do this, and it's fairly shocking I'm doing it now, bringing up The View. Okay. The token conservative uh, chair is going to be held by one Alyssa Farah Griffin, whose act I'm kind of sort of familiar with. But she was talking about uh, what she hopes to do, what her role on the show is going to be. Uh, and she did an interview with Fox News, and I thought it was kind of interesting. Uh, she says, I'm a millennial and worked in the Trump administration. Uh, I've also since criticized the former president, but I still want to be a voice for the 74 million Americans who voted for Tell them from my experience, here's why I won't support him again, but here's what a future Republican Party can and should look like. In other words, she, and, and she explains it a little more, but she thinks Trump voters 
need to be united by beliefs and policies as opposed to being a cult of personality for Donald Trump, Mm. which makes much, much more sense to me than, uh, you know, the the whole cult of personality thing. Well, good luck arguing with Whoopi. That's what I say to her. Oh, God. Yeah, you will be drinking heavily and experiencing long, long fits of rage and depression very soon, Alyssa. So uh, good luck with that. So a bit of a crime update. Michael, do we have any sort of like crime uh, theme? I should have asked for it in advance because I got a bunch of different crime-related stories here. I don't know if you've heard crime rates are up. Some cities are trying to claim that they're not because nobody reports crime anymore because there's so much crime and nothing's ever done about it. It's the thing. Anyway, we'll just go a little bingo, bango, bongo here. How you how you looking? Yes or no, Michael? You think so? Welcome to Armstrong and Getty's Crime Watch. <laughs> crime Watch. That's the name. First. Oh, here we go. This is, if you're not, like, old and bitter, this is like a 50-year-old TV Don't show. Don't go to bed with no price on your head. No, no. Although it does have the Don't advantage of being an old, old-timey old uh, theme. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. Yeah. So, so it explains the show. Because <laughs> kids, back in the day... Mom and Dad and Uncle Jack and Uncle Joe were so dopey. Every time we sat down for a show, we'd have to re-explain the premise to us <laughs> with a song. It's Say, a cop drama. A cop drama called Beretta, which I watched a lot as a kid and probably shouldn't have because it was a little gritty for a 10-year-old, but whatever. Right, right. All right, please make it stop. Please turn it off. The great Sammy Davis Jr., everybody. They're two guys who live with a girl in the city, and they both work downtown at the zoo. I mean, just kidding. <laughs> we'll, we'll figure that out from context. Anyway, it was a funny trend at the time. So what are we doing here? Oh, right, Armstrong and Getty's Crime Watch. Here's a headline. Uh, San Francisco businesses threaten to stop paying taxes until city officials fix the homeless problem. Yeah. Talking about the Castro Merchants Association, sent a letter to San Francisco city officials saying, uh, we will not pay taxes anymore unless you do something about the bums and junkies. They're talking about vandalism, uh, theft, harassment of employees, residents, tourists, uh, assaults, uh, people pooing, etc. That seems reasonable to me. Um, I paid the taxes for this sort of thing, to not have to deal with this sort of crime and you're not providing your end so i'm not going to provide mine i realize that doesn't hold up legally but makes sense yeah yeah and uh, the san francisco tyrannical uh, speaking of the city by the bay with a really interesting article written by megan cassidy she's their crime reporter and she got her car stolen and the crime reporter got their car stolen Outside uh, uh, the Hall of Justice, by the way, in, in case, you know, you're really, really hungry for irony this, today. Um, the, and so she has a tracker in her car, 
and could see where it was going. And the article is all about people, including her, who track their stolen cars, stolen bikes, stolen property of various sorts, and see where it is, see the house it's in, they're sitting outside the house, whatever, and try to get the cops to help them. Ah, interesting. So there's not much you can do. Okay, that's it. Because when I got my bike stolen, I felt really dumb that I hadn't had the tracking device in there and everything like that. But so it doesn't do you that much good. The bike is there. And unless I'm going to go in and fight the guy myself, the cops, you know, in my fantasy world, the cops show up and run in with guns drawn and get my bike back. But I suppose that doesn't happen in reality. Well, no, and actually, this article is so good and so interesting. Uh, There's part of me that wants to do it like in full later. Um, because it goes into a bunch of different examples of uh, what was stolen, what the people did, what they didn't do, what the cops said, what the dispatchers said, uh, some people who took the law into their own hands, uh, really revealing and interesting. So, Jack, uh, this is uh, for you. Let's 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 revisit this later on. OK. Um, and, and do it in more detail. Here's a story from Los Angeles. As we remain in the blue, blue West Coast where crime has gone crazy because we've stopped prosecuting it. Transient causes tens of thousands in damage to mid-city neighborhood, leaving Angelinos on edge. This is this transient bum junkie scumbag who's caused, well, again, tens of thousands of dollars in damage. He vandalizes, he breaks, he steals over and over and over again. But in this perverse bizarre modern world because everything he does is a misdemeanor they just keep turning them loose over and over again and the people in the area are talking about how mad they're getting and how dangerous this is but here's the deal in your progressive cities nothing will be done until somebody is killed or hurt very very badly we have lost the ability to stop bad behavior before the outcome is a horrifying tragedy. Progressive policies, welcome to them. Another headline from L.A. Street takeovers in L.A. are growing more frequent and more violent. It's the sideshows and the takeovers and the uh, the social uh, uh, media put together looting sprees, that sort of thing. Growing trend. Here's something from the Wall Street Journal. Portland, Oregon, once among the safest U.S. cities, struggles to cut the homicide rate. Mm-hmm. And, oh, they go into all sorts of details about Portland, which is one of my favorite places on Earth, although I really don't frequent Portland anymore, uh, partly for personal reasons. But um, they go into the whole defund the police uh, thing and how the they shut down the anti-crime unit because it was disproportionately stopping uh, criminals who happened to be of one ethnicity or the other and how the murder rate has skyrocketed. And the main point of the article, and, and maybe this is my main point in sending a shout out to the rest of the country, is a stitch in time saves nine or not undoing that stitch in the name of some half-witted, half-baked, progressive, we're over-incarcerating people uh, 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 policy is so important because Portland, one of the main thrusts of this article is we undid that stitch. We thought, okay, we'll go ahead and and, uh, satisfy the social justice warriors and Antifa and the rest of it by scaling back the police and cutting that anti-crime unit. And we thought, you know, take the finger out of the dike and there would be a trickle. No, it's a flood. We're flooded now. We're drowning. And trying to undo that is much, much more difficult than just not doing it in the first place. 
when does the pendulum swing back on this stuff? I think it started in a lot of places. Uh, I mean, Seattle is, uh, for instance, where I was over the weekend, has just elected a fairly right. conservative mayor right. doing some fairly conservative things. But the problem is, you know, it's not a pendulum exactly. It's a more complicated physics experiment. Oh, which reminds me, uh, the Museum of Flight in the Seattle-Tacoma area, it's actually in Tukwila, uh, Washington. Wow, is that a great museum. Holy cow. If you're into flight or space travel or rocketry or whatever, it's 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 a Smithsonian level. Oh, cool. Holy crap. Great museum. Cool. I'll have to take kids then. Oh, my gosh. Did we have a great day? Uh, but anyway, if only it were as simple as a pendulum where the forces are fairly equal once the ball starts swinging back again. But no, the problem is you've created a current of crime and chaos and ugliness. And so your your uh, efforts to undo it are going to be a terrible struggle, at least at first. And, you know, speaking of the pendulum swinging, Biden was set to announce uh, some new anti-crime measures the other day, and and a lot of his far-left constituency went crazy. They're like, oh, this is a return to the 90s Biden policies. Yeah, yeah, it is, because people are crying out for it. So they're going to have to just try like hell and probably go a little nuts to cut down crime for a long time before it bears fruit, which is why... You know, you don't indulge in feel-good policies till you've thought really seriously about what that's going to cause. Mm-hmm. Anyway, a rant is uh, is over. So I know you like to keep up on the whole uh, pronoun thing game because you don't want to be on the wrong side of history. I know you're all like that. And uh, Who are so- <laughs> you talking to? Not me. <laughs> I can tell you what the latest rule is for historical characters. There's a new rule oh, out there, and you want to make sure you know this so you don't offend any of your friends. That, among other things, on the way. Today I'm going to be teaching you how to use Frog Frog's pronouns and sentences, so let's go! Frog Frog's pronouns, that sounds so cool! And that's because it is cool! Because that means that the person that's using these neo pronouns is staying super curious about Frog Self and wants to know more about Frog Self. And I, as a non-neo pronoun user, respect the hell out of that because that takes so much courage. I just wanted to mention that. You don't need my approval. But anyway, Frog is such a great person. Frog's smile is so contagious. In fact, I saw Frog make a whole audience smile. I think Frog should be very proud right. of Frog I, Self. I oh my goodness, we made it okay. through! I don't know what's happening there. What is happening there? <sighs> That's somebody commenting on somebody else whose pronouns are frog and frog self. All right. And uh, okay. Okay. So that's from Libs of TikTok, and that person, I think, is um, um, uh, suffering from something. But so this is for real. Uh, some academic put out that uh, uh, you have to use they for any historical figure prior to 2015. Uh, is the new rule. I guess the thinking is that historical figures that came about after 2015 are already um, involved in the whole pronoun thing because that's roughly when it started, I guess. I didn't catch that, but um, that's when we started saying they or or asking people their pronouns around 2015. So uh, the current thinking in the academic world is any historical figure before 
from the old-timey days, you shouldn't refer to as he or she because you didn't know the pronouns. For instance, this person responded, pronouns track gender identity. We only know Einstein's assigned sex, not his... I said his. That's not what they wrote. I should read this correctly. Oh, hater! We only know Einstein's assigned sex, not their gender identity. If you don't use they for historical figures prior to 2015, you have assumed their gender identity and invalidated mine, says this person. So not only is it incorrect, but it's an attack on a current person. Wow. That's, you know, uh, as a fan of bullcrap, that's a good bullcrap strategy. So we now you we, must conform, otherwise you're hurting me. You're committing violence against me. So I assume whether you're talking about the Wright brothers or George Washington or Jesus or Napoleon, you're supposed to say they because we don't know. They're interesting that you mentioned all men. Yeah, uh, it is. It is. So you are a misogynist. Um, but yeah, uh, you people. I hope you get help with your mental illness. I truly do. Although, I'll tell you what, Ireland, when you think of Ireland, I mean, it's not like some weird third world country. It's, you know, British, Islesy, modern. They speak English, arguably, kind of. Uh, there's a story in the New York Post today about a teacher in Ireland who was suspended from work, then jailed for contempt of court because he would not do the pronoun thing. I got to believe if you went He's back. He's been jailed for it. I gotta believe if you went back and tried to talk to or explain this to Napoleon or George Washington or the Wright brothers or whoever, they'd say, what the hell are you talking about? <laughs> uh, so the White House got some, some pushback from a tweet they put out over the weekend. I don't think Joe Biden's writing is President Biden tweets. I assume he has staff to put these out, but here's the tweet. Uh, we understand something that MAGA Republicans in Congress don't. Wall Street didn't build this country. Working people did. Some of the response, including from our friend Tim Sandifer, is he saying Wall Street is MAGA? Is he saying MAGA isn't working people? Yeah, both those things are kind of confusing. Wow. Yeah. Both of those, neither one of those really fit. Britt Hume of Fox uh, tweeted out, I can think of no one who has ever said Wall Street built this country. <laughs> so it is kind of funny. <laughs> Wall Street didn't build this country. Working people did. Okay, yeah. <laughs> did somebody say Wall Street built this country? I don't remember hearing that. Well, and the Democratic Party is well known for taking scads of money from Wall Street. But they've got this agreement where we will be publicly pro-union and we'll say mean stuff about you guys. But if you shovel us piles of money, we'll just write laws that benefit you. But we're, and they we're, have. We're going to talk a little bit about the uh, primetime address that the president made uh, the day before we went on our little mini vacation there. And this is the new thing. MAGA Republicans, MAGA this and that, trying to lump it all together. But that that's an interesting angle. That MAGA is pro Wall Street and anti working people. MAGA is very working people, Joe. I don't know if you've picked up on that, but. Yeah, wow. Wow. What an odd attempt at messaging. Of course, the Thursday night speech was, too, as it looked like it was originating live from Nuremberg in 1938. Man, was that weird. I didn't actually see it, so but I understand the, 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 the decoration behind him was, was odd. Oh, well, it was like the the Red Wedding on uh, Game of Thrones. It was like he was going to sprout fangs and turn into a wolf or Hitler or some sort of Hitler wolf or something. <laughs> it was just odd. And then the text of the speech, I got some problems with that, too. All right, all that's on the way.
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Good sleep should come naturally, and with the new Natural Hybrid Mattress, it can. A collaboration between award-winning mattress brand Lisa and home design favorite West Elm, the Natural Hybrid is the culmination of these two companies' shared values, premium materials, meticulous craftsmanship, and sustainable practices. Made with natural latex, responsibly sourced natural wool, and environmentally safe foams, the Natural Hybrid elevates your sleep sanctuary. Indulge your senses and supports a greener tomorrow. Plus, when you purchase the natural hybrid, you're also helping fuel Lisa's work with shelters and those in need. Since 2015, Lisa has donated more than 40,000 mattresses to ensure children and families have a safe place to sleep. Don't put off a good night's sleep any longer. Get a Lisa mattress today for a sound sleep tonight. Visit lisa.com slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. The Armstrong and Getty Show. The Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. And that is a threat to this country. The old man, the great grand poetess there, that was from one of his uh, speeches he made over the weekend as he's in full campaign mode, but wanted to comment a little bit on his weird Thursday night presidential address to the nation. So it was a primetime address to the nation, and it's the first time anybody can ever remember where a, the president, a president, gave a primetime address where they weren't responding to a um, 
a great crisis, you know, like 9-11 or, or something like that, or announcing a major policy. It's the first time anybody could come up with it happening in the modern mm-hmm. TV era. So uh, it's pretty extraordinary just from that standpoint. Did any of the networks cover it or anything? I didn't I didn't look into that. Uh, I don't know the, some of the alphabet networks. I read one account that uh, was uh, somewhat amused by the fact that CNN bailed out of it fairly early, but Fox News kept running it. And and what to make of that? Yeah, no kidding. The, what does that speak something? Doesn't it that you feel like it? Uh, uh, your audience who doesn't like him, <laughs> it's going to help your cause more to have right, him on there than to take him off. Right, they're lapping this stuff up. Right, exactly. So, um, the, the, Ross Douthat, who's an interesting guy, he's token conservative, the New York Times wrote a column entitled, Does Biden Really Believe We're in the, in a Crisis of Democracy? Uh, before we get into that, I like, <laughs> I like what he wrote about the look of the thing, which got a tremendous amount of attention. We were off Thursday, Friday, and Monday, or at least, did you work Thursday? I can't remember. Oh, I did not. I, okay. I lounged well, around. Yeah, I was very uh, self-indulgent. I was uh, celebrating a family reunion slash my daughter's wedding over the weekend, and I should tell you more about that. But um, so anyway, we we weren't working the day after the speech, but I like this strip away the weird semi-fascist optics, the creepy crimson light and lighting, and the marine standing sentinel. Blah blah blah. So that was the thing. It was like blood red behind him. It was supposed to be like red and blue. But every camera angle just had Joe Biden in front of this Nazi red background in a black suit. That's right. Shouting angrily. I mean, it was weirdly Hitlerian. And he had a couple shadowed Marines. And with all due respect to the Marines listening in the Corps in general, et cetera, et cetera, um, having... Like uniformed military personnel standing in back of him in this Hitlerian uh, setting was weird and off-putting. Yeah, following the social. I'm not a fan of Hitler. <laughs> Weirdly Hitlerian. Uh, following the uh, social media commentary afterwards, because both my kids got sick and missed school, and so I was actually geez, very busy doing that Boy. sort of thing. But um, a lot of comment on the fact that he had. You know, Marines standing there. What, what was that all about? I mean, what, 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 when is, when has that become the norm? And, uh, and, and then I, I realize there's some pushback. Well, Trump did this, Trump did that. Well, Biden's supposed to be returning to the norm, right? Trump's the crazy outlier, destroyed all the norms. You're the regular guy. Well, what's, what's with the, what's with the Marines at your side in a primetime address? Again, not announcing a new giant policy or dealing no. with a major event, just, just a campaign speech yeah. in prime well, time with Marines standing next to you. What the hell is that? Although a particularly terif- uh, terrible campaign speech, which I'll get to in a second. But the problem with the Marines specifically was that they were there in the shadows and just looked like black figures in a military uniform, which further, you know, kind of evoked the SS uh, next to Hitler in Nuremberg. I mean, it was just, uh, as one of our emailers put it, um, if I had tasked the most ardent uh, Trump fans uh, to come up with the worst possible look for Joe Biden. They couldn't have done this well. So anyway, that was just that was so bad. It was almost <laughs> funny. It was really disturbing. Look, well, I assume he has the same people handling his audio visual as when he was running for office and he regularly got drowned out by birds. So <laughs> right. Yeah. Similar deal, I guess. 
Yeah, and there was some amusement online, too, that CNN had tried, they think, desperately to change the look of it so it didn't look quite as Nuremberg-y, <laughs> and they adjusted the colors so instead of a blood-red background, Biden was standing in front of, like, a purpley-magenta background. Like, uh, it's a fashion show or something like that. Anyway, uh, so on to Ross Duthat's column, which I thought was pretty good. Um he said, the song is always the same. On the one hand, dire warnings about Trumpian authoritarianism and the need for all patriotic Republicans and independents to join the defense of American democracy. On the other hand, a strictly partisan agenda that offers few grounds for ideological truths, uh, truth, few real concessions to beliefs outside the liberal tent. In this case, Biden's speech conflated or combined into one thing, the refusal to accept election outcomes with opposing abortion or same-sex marriage, implying that the positions of his own Catholic Church are part of the MAGA-Republican threat to democracy itself. And then he touted a State of the Union-style list of public policy achievements, cascade of liberal self-praise. But so, uh, again, jumping on this theme for the third time uh, that I can't let go of, he gives a speech with no national crisis going on or major policy decision in his mind is there a national crisis going on like 911 well, no, was... or a launching a war in iraq because because to to him it you, the president needs to give a prime time speech because my opponent is trying to overtake the country is that the way he's yeah, looking at yeah. it yeah yeah, I think that was the pretense of it. I'm glad you brought that up because I'd meant to answer that before. I think that was the pretense. There's a threat to democracy, so I'm going to make a prime time speech, which turned out to just be a campaign speech. Right. But uh, but it was even worse than that, as Ross points out. Um, the speech's warning against eroding democratic norms was delivered a week after Biden's semi-Caesarist uh, announcement of uh, half a billion, I'm sorry, 500 billion, half a trillion dollars in student loan forgiveness plan that he didn't consult Congress about in any way. So you're worried about threats to democracy and you have the president just unilaterally announcing giant new laws. Uh, and it was immediately succeeded. Keep in mind now, the excuse for this was the MAGA types are threatening democracy. They're so dangerous. I'm going to mount up here like Hitler in front of Freedom Hall and, and warn you that democracy is being eaten. That was immediately succeeded by the news that Democrats would be pouring millions of dollars into quite a few races. He mentioned specifically New Hampshire's Republican Senate primary in the hopes of making sure that the Trumpiest candidate wins. Yeah, and the pushback on that is, well, the Republicans do that, too. They 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 spend money on a bad candidate, so they'll have a bad candidate to run against. But this is a different level. You can't claim that the Trump crowd is out to destroy dem- democracy and they're the biggest threat to our country and then try to get them elected. You can't right. do both those things. Right. You, you know, or, or more specifically, try to get them to be the nominee because you think they'll lose. Um, if they win and destroy the country, the country is destroyed. So if you were even a, a tenth sincere... In your, they're trying to end democracy. You would never, ever, ever take that chance. That's way too dangerous. 
So, you know, it's and it was so ironic and ugly. He opened with uh, the Constitution and the founders and their vision, how important it is and how wonderful it is, which is quite interesting, is the, you know, the party that gave uh, a lot of air to the 1619 Project, etc., saying the entire country is riddled with systemic racism, that the Constitution's racist, that the Founding Fathers are racist, that every institution in this country is racist. And now you're up there saying that they're sacred and wonderful and we should protect them. And then you spend millions and millions of dollars to get MAGA-type people nominated because you think they'll lose. It was just, oh, the hypocrisy is stunning. Hey, back to the Marines being uh, at each side of him as he gave the speech. Brianna Keeler, is that her name? I watch her show every morning, New Day, on CNN. Uh, I think she's the one who said what polls all of them. Uh, Anyway, she's, she's the lead anchor in the morning on CNN. She tweeted out, Whatever you think of this speech, the military is supposed to be apolitical. Positioning Marines in uniform behind the president for a political speech flies in the face of that. It's wrong when Democrats do it. It's wrong when Republicans do it. That's a pretty strong statement from a CNN anchor. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Right out of the president's speech. I like that. And, and you know, imagery, I don't know. You don't want to get too hung up on imagery, but the imagery of it was very militaristic. Very dictatory, which was really odd given the the topic of the speech. And one more note on it. Rich Lowry of the National Review said, if the White House wants the midterms to be about Trump as much as possible and wants Trump to be the nominee, they are doing it right. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. Hey, much more to come, including uh, the much-anticipated Father of the Bride uh, toast slash screed that I was worried about making at my daughter's wedding. Uh, but uh, first, a quick word from Simply Safe Home Security. Their advanced security technology helps us sleep at night. They'll help you sleep at night. They always put you and your family's safety first. And I love the fact that you customize the system, that it protects you against what you need to be protected against, break-ins, home invasions, burglaries, etc., fire, medical emergencies. They got you covered. 24-7 professional monitoring and whatever disaster you could have. An emergency. I shouldn't say disaster. Well, sometimes a disaster, like flooding or something. Uh, but whatever emergency you have, they've got monitoring agents that truly care about your way well-being. They'll stay on the line with you until help arrives, if it's that kind of an emergency. And all this for less than a dollar a day. No long-term contract or hidden fees. That's pretty impressive. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. If you go today, you can claim a free indoor security camera and 20% off with interactive monitoring by using our code. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Click around. You're going to be impressed. It's really, really good. Uh, so uh, I had another note on the uh, the Biden thing. I, you know, hyperbole in politics is as old as politics. Um, so, you know, saying the other side, uh, poses an existential threat is, you know, please, it happens all the time, but it was just, it was weird. I'd like to know how many in the networks hung with the speech and for how long, because it was obviously a, uh, a head fake to the media saying primetime address, really serious threat to democracy. We're going to bring the American people together. And then it was just, you know, it started out that way, but then quickly switched to just a stock. Republicans bad, Democrats good. So I wonder wonder how the reaction was. Yeah, I think reading that tweet from their morning anchor on CNN, 
and the fact that they cut out of the speech and mean, tried to turn it pink. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that means CNN thought, wait a second, we can't be airing this as a presidential as news. Right, right. Yeah, I think that's probably true. Uh, anyway. Oh, and KJP has been terrible. How long does she hang on to her gig? We are, the, we are the new press secretary gal. We are definitely into some weird times. I mean, if anybody thought that you know Trump was going to come along, be a disruptor, then Biden. You know, I think most people who voted for for Biden thought, okay, go back to normal times. That has not happened. So I don't know. I don't know what the. I don't know how this plays out over time. But oh, hey, and uh, we need to take a break. The clip in the pre-show meeting. I said I wanted to run this twice an hour, every single hour. We haven't even gotten to it yet. It's Lori Lightfoot who presides over a sanctuary city, Chicago, complaining about all the damn illegals showing up. Oh, it's just too good. Wow, fantastic. Among other things on the way, stay here. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER this is it your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do, too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep experts. <sighs> Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa's Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. 
don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a.com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The Armstrong and Getty Show. In Chicago, Mayor Lori Lightfoot says her city is now dealing with a crisis after receiving another bus of roughly 50 migrants from Texas this weekend. And she is slamming Governor Greg Abbott for busing those who've entered the country illegally to sanctuary cities like hers. This is creating a human crisis and treating people without dignity, without respect. It's not what we are as Americans. And it's, frankly, another demonstration of unpatriotic um, conduct on the part of the governor of Texas. Wow. Where do you even start? No kidding. So plenty of dignity if you sneak into the country and you're in the Texas desert. Trying to figure out how you're going to survive. You get shipped to Chicago or New York. You've eliminated their day. I mean, yeah, I, it's just it's incredible. Oh, and loads and loads of dignity and Americanness and patriotism. If Texas, what, pays for everything and accommodates all those people and puts them up. But if you declare proudly you have a vote of the city council, you do interviews with all the press that we're a sanctuary city. I'm looking at you. San Francisco and L.A. and Gavin Newsom, the entire state of California, you throw out your chest and you proclaim with pride, we're a sanctuary city. But then when Greg Abbott says, good, because we're overrun, here's, I don't know, a few dozen folks. And you say, oh, no, no, stop it. Stop it. We're having a humanitarian crisis. This is inhuman. We can't handle this. Holy crap. That's just too much. Play 61, Michael, real quick. This is creating a human crisis and treating people without dignity, without respect. It's not what we are as Americans. And it's, frankly, another demonstration of unpatriotic um, conduct on the part of the governor of Texas. Clown, clown, clown. The slot machine of stupidity has come up. Triple clowns. You win. <laughs> wow, the jackpot of clownery right there. How how much time have I got, Michael? I don't know. You don't okay. look good to me. <laughs> yeah, I haven't been eating well. Uh, you got to be pretty smart to be a chemical engineer, but alcohol is undefeated if, you, uh, if you've taken enough of it. doesn't matter how smart you are. It'll make you do Amen to that, dumb things. Yeah. This guy has been fired. He's a chemical engineer who works for GlaxoSmithKline. Lost his job because he got a little drunk up on a plane and got really belligerent, and everybody's got a cell phone, so there's video out floating around oh. the Internet. And he, oh, dropped no. a, he dropped a whole bunch of N-bombs at the end. He ended up getting oh. tackled and held down and stuff like that, so it got very ugly at the end. But leading up to that, and I'm not exactly sure how it started, but they, they kicked him off the flight, and he said he just started saying all kinds of wacky stuff. He's drunk. They make him grab his bag. And, uh, and, and get off the plane. 
He sarcastically remarks that he's a white male that picked a black bag because I'm a racist. I don't know how he got on the race thing. I don't, there must have been a conversation that started. Thought that was clever be- in his drunken haze. Before the video started or something like that. He said, you're kicking me off the plane because I'm racist. He insisted he didn't do anything, but he did admit that he was a little intoxicated to the to the flight crew. As flight, this is the part that I love the most. As the flight attendant searched for the unruly passenger's bag in the overhead compartments, Easterly, the chemical engineer, exclaims that his carry-on is better better bag than any of you all can afford. <laughs> oh, another great uh, attack to take. So they kick him off the plane, and while he's pulled his bag out of the overhead, he says, "Well, I got a better bag than any of you can afford." Oh, my oh, God. Oh, boy, yeah. You realize, dude, that at that point, everybody's rooting for you to get your ass kicked. They want you tased. They want you beaten. They want you thrown out the door while the plane is in flight. <laughs> that is unbelievable. After wow. being reunited with his backpack, he makes his way toward the exit. On his way out, he yells at everyone on the plane as a liberal F-word, the F-word for, uh, yeah. for being gay. Everybody oh, on this, no. Everybody on this plane is a literal fago and expresses hope that they crash the effing plane. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. Oh, sir. <laughs> oh, my God. And then right before he gets off the plane, he whips around to everybody well, who's got their phones out at this point and says, I'm a chemical engineer. I work for GlaxoSmithKline. Oh, no. That's, stop. That's, that's what, of course, did him in. Oh, by the way, no. I'm going to quit the effing job this week. It's one of the best companies in the world, but I'm quitting this week. I don't know if in his drunken mind he realized he, I don't know what he realized. He has been fired, by the way, and uh, they, you know, had to put out a long, pre- here at Smith Glaxo Klein, we do not, we believe in, in, in equality and, and diversity and blah, blah, blah. Well, here's a hint from a pref- professional. If you're thinking, hey, I've got an edgy, sarcastic, racial rant, it's not quite together in my head, but I'm going to go with it anyway. No, don't, just please don't, please. <laughs> That's please fantastic. Don't. Armstrong and Getty. Hey there, parents and teachers. Are you tired of feeling like every day is a battle of wills with your kids? Let me tell you about something that changed the game. Love and Logic. Love and Logic isn't just another parenting or teaching strategy. It's a mindset shift that empowers you to raise responsible, respectful kids while keeping your sanity intact. With Love and Logic, you'll learn practical techniques to set limits with empathy, give your kids the tools they need to make smart choices, and build relationships based on mutual respect and understanding. Love and Logic stands behind their methods with a one-year money-back guarantee. Try it out risk-free. If it doesn't change your life, we'll buy it back. Plus, you can get 10% off with code IHEART10. So if you're ready to say goodbye to power struggles and hello to peaceful, loving relationships with your kids, it's time to give Love & Logic a try. Visit their website or call today. Your sanity will thank you. Love & Logic, because parenting and teaching should be a joy, not a chore. Visit loveandlogic.com. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. 